Mr. Villalobos. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, good <laughs> evening, and good night to you, brother. What's going on in the world of uh, running with the wolves? Uh, 50 Flies, we had a show this past weekend. What? Pretty good time. What? Yeah, we went to High Point. Ooh. Yeah. I like me some High Point. Uh, had a little, uh, little food at the Longhorn right there. Around the, right there. And, okay. Uh, What'd you eat? I didn't eat nothing. Just had a couple of drinks. What'd you drink? Uh, a few Red Oaks. Let's go. Beer. <laughs> God made That's beer the, That's so the. we can be happy. <laughs> I uh, like that. I like seeing you drink beer, man. It actually puts a, a smile on my face. You don't drink beer a lot. Yeah, because I don't really like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> But don't you, like it, but. but you tolerate Red Oak. I like Red Oak. I like uh, that kind of flavor. Um, one of the other ones I kind of like is the tree uh, bark. You like the taste of tree bark? Is it the OMB uh, OMB Copper? Yeah, that's one kind of the same same kind of flavor palette. Yeah, like tree bark. Yeah, <laughs> is that yeah, what it is? I mean, I don't know. I've had one. I've never had copper. Okay. And I've only had red oak like one time, and I couldn't finish it. Yeah, I'm more of a real bougie drinker. <clears throat> yeah, right? I, I see. Like a, uh, give me a vanilla coffee blonde. We went from to a, from a brewer from a micro brewery. I, I actually I had a Rolling. something at uh, Oak Barris. Um, it was the one that was in the same kind of flavor palette. I think it was just called the old. Cotton blonde, old something or other. I think it's just the old Cabarrus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. There, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, that was the one I didn't like the worst. Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at in life. Dope, man. That. Dope. Yeah, I'm just you know out here scratching and surviving. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, no golfing this weekend, bro. Uh, in the, the glutes firing. The old, the old back. The old back. <laughs> I don't, that's like the only thing I remember. <laughs> it was uh, who said that? Um, uh, your boy uh, Tiger. He said that in like some kind of press conference. Yep. The only thing I ever remember from any kind of golf <laughs> conference was he said something about his glutes not firing. Yeah, I mean yeah. the back is not firing. <laughs> um, I had to let the back rest. A little ah, bit. I've yeah, been playing, yeah, yeah. I've been playing a lot of rounds. Yeah, yeah, doing work. You know, okay. going, out, going out there shooting eighteen. Scoring 18. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so I just relaxed. Okay. Actually, I did a lot around the house, cleaned up, um, did a lot of laundry. Yeah. Uh, and just worked on some writing and stuff like that, you know? I got you. Just took, got a, you. T- just took a few days. Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing just wrong with that at all. A reset, right? A little mind reset. Yeah, man. And back reset. Is what yeah. I'm back is uh, not doing good at all right now. <laughs> Did oh, not reset not one minute. Nope. <laughs> I have to start standing for the pod. Yeah. Some standing desk. It's like, can't do this anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting old, Dear. man. Gosh. <laughs> I feel that, though. I feel that. You're like a young 36. What are you talking about? I do I do try to stay a little active. Exactly, man. I'm nothing crazy, but, you know. You're a rock star, man. Keep the, 
And I'll tell you, I got home at 4.30 Sunday morning. <laughs> I got home at 4.30. You point, bro? It's like 20 minutes from your house. <laughs> well, we were... We were all just lingering, you know, after the show. Naturally. Then we went to Waffle House. Naturally. And we went and ate and everything. And me and Andrew, guitar player, we walked outside. We're standing out there. I'm like, he's like, yeah, we need to get some gas real quick. So I go on my phone and, like, was trying to find just a whatever decent gas station was to get on the highway. And I put in, well, let me put in, you know, the dress back to the house, to Chip's house. To, they say we're going to be home at, like, 3.30. I thought it was like oh, three forty five. You are where you were. You're closer to your home than yes, yeah, yeah. way <laughs> far. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. So I, I told Andrew like three three forty five is what it says we're gonna be home. We're both like, oh my god. Mm. And then everybody lingered longer naturally. So it ended up pushing back to like four thirty. We got home, or I got home at four thirty. Mm. It's, it's a mess. Mm. So. That was that. I'm still recovering from that. I mean, I recovered from that lag for like two weeks. Well, sir. <laughs> speaking of recover, what's up? We have an actor who's going to recover. Yeah, a role. Go ahead, the movie news. That's the jam right there, though. <laughs> you can get DJ Khaled on yeah. the remix. All right, all right, all right. Team, we've got some really exciting news for you in the world of uh, comic book movies. Old meets the new. Oh, boy. Hollywood Reporter dropped some information on us here. Y'all remember that really uh, interesting movie from, like, a long time ago? Like, let's say, like, 2003, man. This guy named, like, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And before he was the bat... Um, before he was, you know, the guy who started Nike, uh, <laughs> yeah. he was this guy. Yeah. And this guy was Matt Murdock and he was Daredevil in yes. the 2003 movie with John Favreau as Foggy Nelson. <laughs> I forgot. John Favreau. <laughs> Man. And. Love it. The person who it had Colin Farrell as Bullseye. Yeah. Um, and it had his uh, ex-wife, Ben Affleck's ex-wife, Jennifer Gardner, as Electra. Remember Electra? Oh, yeah. Remember those, like, I, we saw Jennifer Gardner in a few things, but, like, mm-hmm. she was always like, oh, Jennifer Gardner. Uh, okay. Yeah, whatever. she was kind of the 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 girly girl kind of. Yeah. Kinda uh, okay, she's pretty, but you know yeah. whatever. We saw her in that red get up with the size. Oh yeah. And I was just like, this is game changing. I'm gonna marry this woman, <laughs> and she's gonna kick my ass. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Don't, just, don't mess just, up. Don't, get that laundry <laughs> don't, done. Don't, <laughs> don't don't put the bleach with yeah. the colors now, okay? <laughs> That's your ass. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Jennifer Gardner is actually picking up. The size once again, according to Hollywood Reporter, after a twenty-year hiatus, the actress returned to the role of Marvel Comics assassin anti-hero for Deadpool. Oh yeah, 3. Deadpool three already stars your boy Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Also reporting, we got to throw that out there. He's donning yeah, the suit. Saw that everywhere today. Uh, 
obviously Ryan Reynolds, directed by Sean Levy. So we got a, a third different director for yeah. this. So I'm really excited. He's already worked with uh, Sean Levy with a few other uh, properties already. So get ready for <laughs> the MCU debut of not only Deadpool, yeah, not only Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, mm-hmm. probably a one and done, but also Jennifer Gardner as Elektra. I yeah. wonder how that's going to fit in, man. I'm really excited. Yeah, no, no telling with, with this character. Uh, I have seen Electra quite a few times. It's a favorite of my wife's. So She did have her own solo movie. Yeah, yeah. And I did watch it. <laughs> and it was not good. <laughs> I do remember that now. Gosh, she, she donned the size yeah, yeah, more yeah. than once. Yeah, she did her own thing time. for a little this bit there. This is her trilogy right here. Yep, she got to close it out. Man, um... I did not like either of those movies. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I think right. Michael Clark Duncan was awesome as um, Kingpin. Uh-huh. But other than that, mm. Lecture was okay. It was better than Daredevil, I thought. Wasn't it more like cosmic or mystical or kind of Electra? fantastical? Electra? I feel like there was some fantastical elements about it that oh. it wasn't really grounded like, really. like Daredevil was. Am I I mean am I just making this up? Daredevil saw so it's whatever. I'm not shit can happen, okay <laughs> dude. Close your eyes. But you know exactly what you're doing right now. You're <laughs> laughing at me. You can see the shit. <laughs> see? Matt Murdock, baby, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, anyways, I, anyways, I uh, yeah. did not like either of those, those movies. But you said Electra w- was okay? It's all right. All right. Well, guys, we're going to throw this on our socials. Yeah. Are you excited for her returning as his role? I will say this. The the young lady who played her in the Daredevil series and um, on, like, on the Netflix show? Yeah. She seemed more inclined with how I envision Electra to be, and she was also a badass. So you're right. Uh, yeah, I mean Jennifer Garner, do you, do your thing, girl. Do your thing. Switch. So <laughs> with those on our socials, let us know your thoughts, guys. Uh, yeah. All right. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. In this week's episode, we are discussing trailers for Dumb Money, The Creator, episode three of that amazing Secret Invasion, and our movie of the week. That's right, guys. We're going on a joyride. All right, team. So we got some trailers here for you. Uh, Dumb Money uh, about that GameStop shenanigans. Oh, no. That happened with uh, Paul Dano and uh, Vincent D'Arfaro and Seth Rogen and a bunch of other people. Your boy in that one, too? Yeah, Pete Davidson's ass (laughs) in this, man. He's just crushing it. He's just 2023 is the year of the Davidson. Just doing work. <laughs> we got um, a movie from Gareth Edwards. Now, this is the guy behind Godzilla 2014 and Rogue One. Mm. Um, so he you know, he has a visual style. 
He has uh, Gemma Chan, Allison Janney, and John David Washington in this movie called The Creator, guys. Yeah. So we're going to check these out. Um, check out our full reactions on our YouTube page. There you go. Uh, you can definitely uh, click the link in our show notes for more information. Uh, I'm kind of excited for these trailers, so let's yeah. get it. Good deal. All right, team. So we have here Dumb Money. Uh, according to IMDb, Dumb Money is the ultimate David versus Goliath tale mm. based on the insane true story of everyday people who flipped the script on Wall Street what? and got rich by turning GameStop, yes, the mall video game <laughs> store, into the world's hottest company. JV, let me ask you a question, brother. What's up? Did you get in on any of this action? Definitely did not, no. <laughs> Did so not. I did not either. Right. But I have friends who are uh, day traders. Okay. And uh, they had their highs and they had their lows. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, uh, they are really mad. And they're going to go see this movie. Yeah. And relive that, like, glory time frame of a few months. Where it was just nuts. Just crazy. Just yeah. making money hand over fist. Like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> they eventually lost it all. Yeah. That's the thing, man. They out there playing with house money. Yeah. And it came and got them. Talk to me, man. What are your thoughts about this trailer? Uh, I remember when this happened, and I kind of saw what was going on. Uh, didn't, like I said, didn't jump in on it by any means, but uh, I remember the big uproar. Yeah. I mean, as far as the movie, you know, hopefully we'll get a you know, good story here. I mean, I don't know much about this guy in general. I didn't do no research on him by any means, but the movie just looks like a, it's a tale of a man, like you said. So it's comes from uh, Ben Mesrick. Ben Mesrick is a writer who... Uh, Young guy, but, yeah. you know, 21, the social network, doing this. So what he does is take, like, real situations, mm-hmm. writes a book about it. Yep. And uh, then it gets turned into movies, you know. Uh, Bring It Down the House was his story from the movie 21. You ever seen that? The kids go to Vegas. Uh, obviously, the Accidental Billionaire's so. Social Network. Yeah. And then this one, uh, the anti-social network, dumb money. Uh, Sounds like a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good scheme he's got going on. Pretty there. good scheme. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> Show how how dumb uh, young kids get money. Yeah, and write a book off it. Yeah, not good. a bad gambit. It's good. I'll put it like this, man. This I, I like these stories of these true tales that did happen, and we saw it from like our point of view. And I saw it from like me and my boys' group chats, and they're yeah. like, "Yo, hold, oh, get in this, come on, Clyde, get in on this, man." Yeah, GameStop, blah 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 blah. But like seeing it actually play out and how it happened to so many different people across the United States is going to be awesome yeah. to like see and and play out here. Uh, Seth Rogen coming in to his own. I like that he's playing a more serious role <laughs> I, I i i like that you know yeah, I, yeah. I like when your actors our actors our our guys that we grew up with um 
can be more mature and step in, into roles and, and do this. He's still going to be funny. He's yeah, still going to yeah. be like, you know, himself. But he's going to be like, damn it, I lost a billion dollars. You know, you're going to see that good acting like on his face. I'm really excited about that. Um, This one, man, Anthony Ramos, Dane DeHaan, America Ferrer, Nick Offerman, Sebastian Stan, Paul Dano, Clancy Brown, Vincent D'Ofrano, Shailene Woodley, uh, just a fire cast. I hate Pete Davidson with passion. <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, the cast right now. You know who Mark Rubelier is? No. Why would I know who Mark Rubelier is? Am I supposed to know who this person is? I don't know. I'm just asking. <clears throat> you know who oh. So I, that's actually really funny. He's in that. Uh, he's a he's a musician, and he right he's in, he improv songs, like he has like a loop station and a keyboard, and he writes songs on the fly, and like live streams them and does it for like hours at a time. Okay, so funny, Mark, hilarious. Mark Rebille. Oh, R E B I L L. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that guy in my life. Watch him on YouTube. He's, he's check him out. He makes some. Pretty, I mean, he makes some like uh, his music isn't necessarily like music, like radio music. Yeah, he makes some really, really awesome beats. Okay, but then he, the stuff he makes up over the top of them is just like stupid stuff. Or All right. it's it's really good though. He makes some really, really awesome beats. He's done stuff. To put with this guy on. We got to put this guy on, man. Oh yeah, let's go. Hey team, we got dumb money. Uh, I almost called it the social network. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> d- dumb money being brought to you by Craig Gillespie. Uh, throw us on our socials. Let us know your thoughts. All right, all right, all right, uh, gentlemen. <clears throat> we have here the creator. Yes, according to l- ladies as well, and everybody in between. Mm. Uh, we want to be a really inclusive pod, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> We got the great yeah. Gareth Edwards bringing us the creator. Uh, described, according to IMDb, described as a post-apocalyptic thriller involving a future impacted by war between humans and AI. Mm. Uh, Javier, yes, sir. What's my golden rule when uh, it comes d- to robots and AI? Don't let AI take over the world. Just don't let AI take over the world. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy rule. I feel like pretty easy rule. Until you cross that threshold where they just start, you know, killing people and stuff. Exactly. But, you know, you're not supposed to let it get to that point. Exactly. And this is what happens in this trailer. Yeah, then they start time traveling and it's crazy. <laughs> it's going, they're going back in time to yeah, stop yeah. us, man. Like, they get smarter than us. <laughs> right, right. Okay? Then they become, like, self-aware and, like, think that they're humans. Yeah. In Bla- like, in Blade Runner. And then they run around and run from Will Smith and iRobot. There's just so much yeah, stuff yeah. going on here, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Once again, Bicentennial Man, the only good AI Such robot a good ever. Such a good Fantastic nine-hour movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so long with, like, no so action whatsoever. <laughs> Zero <laughs> action. action. He does do, like, the hip thing a few times. That's, that's but, true. You know. Um, this looks like a beautiful <laughs> movie, though, man. And yeah. I'm really excited for this. Like, Gareth Edwards has brought us Godzilla, brought us, uh, remember Monsters? The the movie that we watched with uh, Scoot McNary. He goes to, like, <clears throat> Brazil. You never really see the monsters until the end. Anyway, we did a pod on That's it. Fine. It's all fine. good. You don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I don't. That was Gareth Edwards, like, first <laughs> film. 
and now he's bringing us this like post-apocalyptic thriller and this looks good man this looks yeah. like real fun like this is an original idea from him we have uh ralph innocent jimmy chan alice and janey john david washington um ken watanabe whole host of other people man yeah. so damn good cast it looks like a really good time I can kind of see how this is going to go, though. Johnny J- Washington is going to be like, yeah, man, this is a kid. I can't kill a kid. Like, what <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. do? And then, you know, Ralph Innocent is like, that's what you have to do in order for us to survive. So, like, the mission. does he work with the AI? Was there, mm. a, is there, like, a lie in there that somebody has told? There's so many, like, variables, but, like, I'm hooked after this yeah, yeah. trailer. And then, like, Allison Janney, like, her character's name is Colonel Howell. She's pretty just awesome, a badass. Pretty awesome name. Let's go. Yeah, pretty awesome. Let's go. <laughs> pretty excited. Um, guys, we're going to throw this on our socials here. The creator, what is your favorite Gareth Edwards film? Are you excited for another sci-fi epic with John David Washington? Cool, cool, cool. I also cool, got the cool. amazing Gemma Chan bringing it here in this one. You know, She's from the um, Eternals movie. Right. And some other things as well, guys. So with us on our socials, let us know your thoughts. Sweet. All right, brother. Let's go ahead and do it, man. Let's get back into the world of espionage and aliens taking over the world. Yeah. And, you know, probing us and stuff. I don't want to talk about it. It's a little in-depth there. Um, it's a different pod rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different. <laughs> I think we got moved to a different platform or different platform. Or something. Can't be on threads. We got to yeah, be on yeah. Twitter with that one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, episode three, we have Betrayed. Fear and Cubbles, a Rebel Scroll plot. JV, talk to me about this episode, sir. Let's go. Yes, sir. We're uh, still, still building. A lot of building going on still. Uh, but learning a lot of secrets, as Fury has also learned a lot of secrets. Uh, and I don't it's, know if we see secrets got secrets, bro. But we see Gavik heal himself like extremists in this one. That's where that's from. I was yeah. trying to fi- I was trying to pinpoint it. I remember I saw that and I was like, because that's what they talked about, right? That's how they're making the super scrolls. Uh, they were kind of in the thingy, like the extremist words. Yeah, yeah. In the thingies. Yep. In the thingies. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just unraveling a little bit more of a plan. Um, unraveling the kind of flashbacks. Yeah, some some older things. How you know Fury's met whoever, and just filling in a lot of gaps. Um, yeah, so there there wasn't much action in this one other than uh, Talos and Gavik meeting and getting a little wild there. All right, you gonna put some respect on my man's yeah. name? Right, it's Gravik. Gravik. Okay? That's Kingsley Ben Adir. That man is a badass. In it's this got film. an R in it. Gravik. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Gavik. 
Learn. He's Gavik for the rest of the, rest of the show. <laughs> That's the way it's going down. He said Evan. This dude is Gavik. Okay. Okay, I didn't realize yeah. it was an R. You got no R in your they name, don't, bro. I ain't putting yeah. no respect on your Scro- name, bro. Scrolls don't have very good, uh, <laughs> they don't speak as, as well. They, got a, they, don't, they don't put the R's in. They don't. They all got a damn accent, yeah, too, yeah. man. Somebody, somebody <laughs> speak, somebody be like English? They, they all have different accents. American? <laughs> so confused. Uh, okay, yeah. All right. Put the star in there going forward. There you go. Dude, right. this episode here, man, was like electrifying because I like to see one Talos. He's always like in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in control since we first met him and he lets it loose here, man. Like, you know, Nick Fury's like, yo, we're going to get these answers, bro, one way or another. <laughs> yeah. He's Talos, like, Talos he's like, like we're going to go another. Let's do another. <laughs> yeah. Talos is like, let's do it my way, man. We're going to get some answers. Yeah. But don't talk about his wife. Don't talk about his, his daughter. Though, mm. I mean. mm-hmm. Do that. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Bro, the whole, like, plot, over the, the over-the-top plot to kind of take out the United Nations, NATO-type people yeah. with that, man. Like, that's just good writing, and that kept me at the edge <laughs> of my seat, man. I'm like... What's happening here? Yeah, this is literally going for world domination. It is. Like, so far the best plan we've ever seen going for world <laughs> yes, domination. Yes, it really is, man. I like it. It's wild. We're like, these guys have not been really a part of the MCU much. Bef- like, there's a million or so all, yeah. all on the planet. And they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Shooter McGavin is is uh, <laughs> a scroll. You know? Yeah, Shooter. Right? <laughs> right, you got Shooter is a yeah. scroll. They're all over the place, man. I I just want to see, like, what happens next, man. Yep, of course. Uh, well, I feel like we're just gonna start seeing more of these guys come out. Like, we're gonna start seeing where all these scrolls are in the power yeah the powerhouses of the world right i mean you say you talk about world domination i mean they're you know putin they a scroll, are man. all over Vladimir putin is a scroll man <laughs> you already know elon musk is a scroll they're, bro they're all over the world <laughs> mark zuckerberg is a scroll baby we know this we getting canceled tomorrow baby yeah we're done yeah. <laughs> it was a good ride it was a good ride cloud I'm going to make it the Haunted Mansion, man. <laughs> I want to make it the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh, gosh. Dude, I think, like, after he finds out that um, Gravik kills Gia, mm-hmm. Talos is going to go ape shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to kill everybody. But I also want to see, like, where... Like Sonya Fallsworth played Olivia Coleman, uh, the British woman that like Nick is partners with or whatever. Mm. I wonder where like she falls in line as well because her role has been interesting. Where she's kind of been, she was in the mix a, a little bit, but like, yeah, where where is she to connect the dots? Yeah, she, um, she seemed to have given up some information pretty fast too, right? One thousand percent. For whatever reason that. I mean, aside from trying to help stop the world domination, if that's what she was trying to do. Hey. Not sure. Hey, playing both sides, maybe. Who knows? You never know. She also a scroll. Who knows? Right. Um, 
But then, like, Nick Fury's wife. Yeah. Priscilla. Like, this is what I like about this because it's secrets on top of secrets on top of secrets. Well, and, you know, like, most movies or shows, they like to peel the onion, like, as fast as possible for us to understand yeah. what's going on and who's on whose side and who's doing what. You didn't know until this episode that Emilio Clark's Gia was actually, like, a double agent spy yeah. type person. Yeah. I love that. Right. That's like what Tony Stark says about Nick is secrets have secrets. Yeah. <laughs> and every secret here is more secret secrets. I love that, man. Yeah. Uh, this show just continues to get better. Uh, I feel like they're going to use that kid, Beto, the, the black kid in the show, who's uh, the black kid who's a, a scroll. Yeah. The young one from the beginning of the episode. I feel like they're going to use him to do something really dumb. Mm. I, I have that feeling. Okay. Because he's like all in. You yeah, know, you know, like most shows or movies that have like when you're in a cult or a group or whatever, they're like, you know, go show your loyalty. Mm. And he's like, yeah, and he'll go do something stupid, right? And that's gonna like set it off where it kind of puts the the bad guys, the, the scroll, the bad scrolls, like on defense. Gotcha. <clears throat> that's what I'm seeing. I've seen a lot of television, heard a lot of television. Um, I think I mean you got a point. I mean you wouldn't have some a character like that who doesn't seem useful. Yeah, he's just kind of there. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was just in the he car. He just showed up. Man yeah. died. You know what I mean? He was just like, bah. Yeah. <laughs> let's drive. Like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they're gearing him up to be like a huge. Uh oh. Oh gosh. Uh oh. Not. I saw the light bulb. Oh gosh. What was the light bulb? Not Red Hill, Tennessee again from Iron Man Three. Not, not at the the Garmin Chinese theater. They're gonna, he's gonna blow up. Hmm. He's gonna be the bomb. Yeah, guys, That's I don't it. do. I don't, we're not in the prediction business. Actually, we're pretty damn good in the prediction <laughs> business. Actually, <laughs> I don't know why we're not in the prediction business. Um, I feel like they're gonna use him as a bomb if they're using huh. the technology from the extremists. Yeah, which would be a dope callback. Um. They're going to use him as a bomb to hurt a lot of people. Hmm. Watch, calling it. All the, right. The last time, the last Marvel one I got right. Okay, Taskmaster was a chick. Yeah, so we, you made me go hunt that audio down. It's cool though, <laughs> I found it. Mark, mark the time. Mark the time. Damn it, um, guys. Are you still rocking with the show? Are you enjoying it? Uh, are you liking the Shooter McGavin just in there? <laughs> just hanging out. The Fox News host, <laughs> but really an undercover scroll. We're getting canceled tomorrow, guys. Oh, gosh. Uh, do you think Talos is going to go ape shit on Gravik, man? I was, I was gangster when he just, like, one, like, the power of Gravik yeah. in that scene. It was like, yo, everybody turned at the same time into you. Okay, scary yeah. as hell. But, like, Talos was like, bro, keep. Keep my wife's, keep my daughter's yeah. name out your mouth. But he also didn't show any sort of emotion really at all. No. So. No, not at I mean, all. He knew he was going to heal himself. Apparently, so. Straight G. Yep. All right, team. Uh, we're going to throw this on our socials. Let us know your thoughts. Episode three, Betrayed of Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus. Did you get around to watching anything this weekend? <sighs> yeah, so like, okay. <clears throat> yes. Okay. 
So I have watched the first two episodes of My Adventures with Superman. Oh, that's a thing right now? It's a thing, bro. Okay, that's it's the on, one with your boy, right? It's on a, Yes, it's on Adult Swim. Mm. And then it moves to HBO Max the next day. Okay. So, watch the first two episodes. I love it. It's a really young Superman. He's yeah. trying to explain. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, really, really dope. But what I've also started watching was the 90s Paul Dino Superman, the animated series. Mm. And I'm like six, seven episodes in. The first three episodes is like the last son of Krypton, and it starts on Krypton, and mm. it like takes off with him shooting off to Earth and everything. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I think I was on the Superman kick where like I, I might watch the the George the Christopher Reeve Superman here next. Oh, okay. I, I think I'm on the Superman kick, man. Like my adventure with Superman was really that good. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna watch Superman and Lois. You no, that makes Superman. you sad. You watch Superman. It's, good. it's, <laughs> it's good. not gonna happen. It's good. It's, good. <laughs> it's not going to it's happen. Good. I you know what? No. I thought about it for a second and a half. <laughs> it's good. You should do it. <laughs> what about you? Uh, Did you watch anything? I, I watched your boy uh, Adam Driver in 65 million years ago, that movie. Oh, snap. What did yeah. you watch that on? It uh, came out on Netflix. Dropped on Netflix. Oh, that's tonight. Yeah. Uh, check that out. And then I watched... Uh, Adam Devine in Outlaws. You're just hanging out with the Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Adam Devine in this movie is so funny. Like, is so it? So funny. Okay, so, like, he he's weird. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, funny, like, good comedic timing, but he also can do, like, good physical comedy, oh. and, but he also does, like, good slapstick comedy. So, like, what is, does he give you, like, a vibe of oh, everything, or, like, what? There, there is a scene. I'm just going to say he's... Uh, Pierce Brosnan's in, in, in this movie, right? Yeah, yeah, Pierce oh, Brosnan. Sold. So, so there's a scene where he's robbing a bank dressed as Shrek. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so, dude, he's hilarious. They're all, they're all really good. Pierce plays... doesn't. He's kind of funny, yeah. but it's a dry, dry funny kind British, of thing. Yeah, type. yeah. But Adam, man, I, I've watched him for a while. You know, we've seen him in like Workaholics. Yeah, and he's done his specials, and he's been in all kinds of movies now. Uh, but coming to his dude, own, this this one was okay. I was rolling. I did before we jump into our movie of the, of the week. I do want to say, man. I think, I think the best, like it's it's hard because I grew up loving the two best actors are Denzel Washington, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'll say that over and over again. Next tier for me is like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Smith, mm. right? <clears throat> and then there's like younger people yeah, after yeah. that. John Barenthal, mm-hmm. Punisher. Mm-hmm. I I watched him in The Bear, season two. Mm, yeah. And there's just one episode, there's just Christmas episode, <clears throat> where he makes a cameo. Because he's not really in the show. He's like, he's yeah, already yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, But he comes, but he's like in this, it's a flashback. 
And he's such a transformative actor. Yeah. Like, I've never, like, you get Leonardo DiCaprio, but, like, you know, like, yo, that's that's Leo. Yeah. You get Will Smith, and it's like, that's that's Will Smith. You get Denzel, because he's Denzel playing Denzel, yeah. damn it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, somebody who gets into their role, like a Daniel Day-Lewis type, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, Even, like, a Matt Damon type. Yeah. John Barenthal's there, bro. Yeah, he gives you he gives you a character, right? A real so strong many, character. And so many layers yeah. to this guy just on his face, man. Like him and um King Richard, different guy. Mm-hmm. Him and obviously Punisher. Those are not the those are the two no, different guys. Not at all. Did you ever see him and Ben Affleck in the accountant? Like Yeah. You wouldn't think that that's yeah. him. Yeah. And then you get him on like Wolf of Wall Street. That's a totally di- like just so all I, over the place. I, I can watch anything. He was also in not risky business, but some show that he did on Showtime where he played a jig, a, a, a gigolo. Mm. But each one of these characters, man, he's also trans- in The Walking Dead. He is in The Walking yeah. Dead. Each one of these characters are very transformative. Yeah, very different. Where it's hard to identify him, but you know you're getting that stellar. Once you like pinpoint that yeah, John, yeah. you're like. Oh, he about to give yeah, us some yeah. fire shit right here, bro. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I just recommend to all, everybody who listens to this pod, uh, mom and dad, um, yeah. watch anything with John Barenthal because you're in for like a great performance from this guy. Yeah. You ever listen to his podcast? Uh, I have seen clips. Yeah. He's the same way in there, man. He's a different person. Yeah. Like, he, he can really... He can really tune himself to who he's with. He's, he's a chameleon. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you, whatever energy you're giving him, he's really good at making it work with that person. Yeah, so I think that's why his characters are the same way. Yeah, it's just fire, guys. Uh, basically, John Barenthal, everything, and I'm just going to – next season going to be nothing but John Barenthal movies. So, cool. you're here, you're here, I'm here not, guys. I'm not taking down J.K. No, we're just going to put him, like – Somewhere okay, over here. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, man. Just gonna have all yeah, the white guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean uh. kind of that way right now. <laughs> Alright, man, you ready to jump into this week's movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, teams. So we got <laughs> We got Joyride here, and uh, this movie came out this past Friday. Uh, this movie is directed by Adele Kim and written by, I'm going to butcher the mess out of this, Cherry Chevrapongdumrong and Teresa Show. Sweet. Yeah, Sounded good. Yeah, yep. Uh, I didn't see a budget for this online, but it has grossed $5.9 at the box office. Cause there's some hoes in this house. Yeah. There's some hoes. <laughs> uh, start of this, we have Ashley Park as Audrey Sullivan, Sherry Cola as Lulu Shin, Stephanie Hugh as Cat, Sabrina Hu as Dead Eye. I think that's uh, that's all we're gonna do for now. That's all we really need to do right yeah. now, man. Uh, I do want to give it up for my boy Ronnie Chang. Oh yeah, he's. Doing it big. Oh, li- list of some some funny some funny parts going down there, but in and out percent. in and out kind of people. One thousand percent, brother. All right, man. Go ahead and give us th- that quick synopsis, man, so we can go on this joyride. We have four women who travel to China 
in order to land a big work contract, and they also happen to find the birth mother of Audrey. All right. Do a lot of drugs. <laughs> You're all drug dealers now, <laughs> mother. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into this yeah. one here. So, off the top, man, we got Ashley Park as Audrey Sullivan, who's a lawyer. Um, she's adopted by white parents in Washington State. And, uh, you know, she's trying to make partners. She's trying to yeah. be in this, which a lot of kids kind of deal with, including myself. You know, you're you're surrounded by a bunch of Caucasians and, and white people and stuff mm-hmm. like, like that. Preach. Caucasians and white people are the same exact thing. I don't know where I was going yeah. there. But so you just want to adapt, right? You don't want to be yeah. the oddball out. You just want to fit in and stuff. And... That's exactly what we see off the bat, yeah. man. Like, I don't know about you. I've grew up around white people my whole life. Grew up in Rowan County. Exactly. We know what's up. But I'm not playing squash. <laughs> I'm not You're playing trying squash. To go out and do some curling. <laughs> not the other one. Exactly. What the hell? Nope. Not doing no, any of that. Too cold. And then, like, you can tell, like, she was trying to fit in because she was like, yeah. "Hey, Michael." Hey, other Michael. Hey, Steve. Hey, Carl. Hey, other Carl. Like, <laughs> so good. Just so many other like, yeah, yeah. like boring, like random white guy names. Man. Yeah. Um, and like other the Carl. the point of the the writers, man, is just trying to put at like she is adopted and yeah. she got picked on as at an early age for being different, so she was going to be the best and stand out, but also like fit in as the yeah, best. So yeah. I definitely feel her pain, man. I, I know I didn't have like the best grades growing up myself, but at the same exact exact time, um, did anything I can to kind of fit in to the mold of right. our environment there. So same. Uh but yeah, her story, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. She has a work trip. Well she has to go to China to close a deal. Mm. And along the way gets into some shenanigans <laughs> with her amazing friends um, and, you know, starts to go look for her mom as well. So we also have Sherry Cola as Lolo Chin, an aspiring artist who is Audrey's best friend. Talk to me, brother. Uh, pretty much the, uh, the one that kind of gets her in trouble, the one that uh, is just there to have a good time, right? She's not really, you know, kind of what we find out is she's, not really doing as well as everybody wants her to do, right? She's an aspiring artist, so she makes some very body positive artwork that she's trying to sell. Some sexy stuff. <laughs> she also lives in a tiny house behind Audrey's regular house, right? Audrey is her landlord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was when you saw her come out of the house, like on screen. <laughs> so awkward. She's she's just like looking out with her cough, and she looks over, and Audrey's on the porch waving at her. Yeah, that was so funny. Uh, I wanted to so live with you, and then you ruined it, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I wanted you to be my landlord. Forever. Right, right. <laughs> you had to get a girlfriend, uh, whatever. <laughs> um. But yeah, throughout the whole movie, she's she sees herself as like Audrey's support system. Yeah, like she's trying to get her to do better, to do 
different things, loosen up, have a little fun, all that good stuff. Uh, but ultimately kind of gets her in some mess. So there's like... That, you know, well, that blame is to be passed around to everybody, though. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, yeah. per, yeah. But, like, there is some good trouble. Yeah. And then there's some trouble where it's just like, we probably shouldn't be doing this, but we're doing it, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Lolo because she's that friend that's just like, yo, let, let's keep going. Let's keep yeah, having, yeah. having a good good time, right? We're like, you need somebody like that in your camp, mm-hmm. right? Like, at times... Even though me and you had a, a lot of fun in our twenties, yeah, a lot of times we were just like, "It's time, it's to, time like, to wrap this, time to wrap this shit up, man." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We never really had a Lolo. Well, I guess it was Kiever, right? Kiever was the Lolo. She was just like, "Let's let's go, let's go, let's yeah, go." Yeah. We're, we're still doing this. Let's have a good time. Where you need somebody like that, man. So I like that character arc in this kind of four part story. I really did enjoy that here. All right, we got Stephanie Shu as Kat, a famous Chinese actress who was Audrey's former college roommate. Um, Stephanie Shu is one just fantastic actress, you yeah. know. Um, she was in The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and uh, she was also in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, mm. where she was she got some nods as far as be- best actresses, all, yeah. all that good stuff, man. Um She's my favorite character in this movie. Okay. Uh, where she is, like, plays somebody the entire time that she's actually not. Like, yeah. we get introduced to her, and it's like, okay, we get the vibe. She's kind yeah. of a loose woman, but then we meet her, and she's, we're like, oh, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. This is a different person. <laughs> but as the movie progresses, we're like, Oh, yeah, very loose. Okay. Very loose. Yes, 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 yes. We understand here. Yeah, you don't think she's going to be as funny as she is at the beginning. You don't. And then it just kind of morphs into this really hilarious person. I thought, like, she was going to be the the straight man through yeah. the entire movie. Agreed. Right? Like, she changed her stars. She's, she's on the straight and narrow. She's with a guy who's, like, you know, very holy and... Yeah, yeah churchy and stuff so like this is her path so this is the path that i'm gonna take but like the fact that she was able to step out with them was more fun yep because i think if you would have played her as the straight man quote quotations um you wouldn't have got that great comedy that you got out of her well that's what's kind of interesting about this four women is none of them were the straight person <laughs> no, at all. there was no, no straight person they were all down for even, whatever exactly because even audrey was like you know what screw it whatever yeah I'm out here now. Let's go. <laughs> we could have a good good time. Devil's three way, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hotel scene was just was that a whole, lot. The whole thing was the a hotel scene was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um then we got Stephanie Wu as Deadeye. Oh, yeah. uh, Lolo's quirky cousin who is obsessed with K pop here. Uh <laughs> what like the her name was her real name was Vanessa. <laughs> yes, Vanessa. But she wanted to go by Dead Eye. Right. And that was her online uh her online username, whatever you call it. Screen name? Is that yeah. what do we do we still call them that? AIM, that's what AIM chat names? <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> <laughs> just I think that's the Dead proper Eye, baby. Yeah. yeah. Logging in. 
My mom get off the phone. I'm trying to log in yeah. right here. You know what I mean? Oh, you slow me down. Slow me. <laughs> slow me down, mom. Uh, where she's just like happy to be around people, <laughs> and be around like group of girls who are just wanting to have a good time. Right. And you know she's she's the one who is like uh uh Zach Galifianakis in the, the Hangover. Right? I'm just mm. here with some. I'm here having a good time with you guys, and I appreciate it. Man. Yeah. We're, all, we're a wolf pack, baby, okay? Yep. Hey, let's drink this Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yes, all the Jaeger, please, mm. okay? <laughs> guys, for some reason, I'm, like, turning 37 in a few yeah. months, and, like, I'm, like, bring the Jaeger on. That's not. I don't know why. That's not. Like, I went out a few weeks ago and had a few shots of Jaeger. Mm. Some Jaeger bombs. I didn't do like our boy did and was like, yo, let me get a Jaeger bomb drink. Yeah. Let me get let me get four Jaeger bombs. Y'all guys want anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not there yet. All right. I did two. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but no, Deadeye's character was uh interesting because she's a loner. Yeah. And she kind of loves well, felt more alive with the people that she met online. Right. Because nobody, she was, it was difficult for her to connect with people in the real world. Mm. And that was her life. Yeah, yeah. She can go online and talk about K-pop and all these people. And it's a a big online community where, uh, you know, Ashley did not want to be, not Ashley, but Audrey didn't really want her even on the trip because uh, she's a little sketch. Didn't she like rip her hair out or something? Rip her hair out, burn her. Just just a lot going on here. That's why my part's on this side. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our main four, man. I also did like my man Ronnie Chang from The oh, Daily Show. So funny. Uh, he's just a really funny guy, man. I love seeing him more and more and stuff, right? We've seen him already in, uh, he was in Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. He was in Shang-Chi, Joyride. Like, has, a, has a really good delivery oh, like with funny. his lines. He's it's funny. Yeah, he's got a really good good kind of cadence when he gets into his lines and his stand-up is really good as well mm-hmm. so check him out there mm-hmm. if, you, if you have not yet also um you know one of the most sexy men alive still uh his name is daniel day kim ladies and gentlemen okay and yes yes he was in hawaii Five O. yes ladies and gentlemen he was okay uh yes he was in lost as well uh just the man, mm. just the man, uh, and I love seeing him in here. I didn't know he was going to be in this movie. Cheek, them exactly, right just, them, like just amazing. God, man, just oh, kiss them <laughs> cheekbones, man. Gosh, well, straight man, and I'll kiss another man's cheekbones. I don't Get give a damn. Those, those two, was it the French? Two French kisses on the side. Is that what you're trying to do? Like, like just your grandma used to do. You know, let me just. <laughs> Yeah, man, we, we in. Yeah, yeah, we cool, right? It's cool. It's a culture thing. We're good. Just trying to, trying, trying to go catch a movie now. <laughs> what are you trying to do, man? That's that what I'm talking about. Your experience on Lost is what I want to do. Share popcorn. <laughs> Just pop, pop combo number one. Baby. <laughs> All right, man. Do me a favor, brother. Talk to me about, uh, just the look and feel of this movie, brother. Uh, we see a lot of different places, man. It's pretty cool, like. Uh, we see Aubrey's house or Audrey's house. Uh, we see kind of this restaurant that uh, Lolo's parents own. 
then we move to like uh, they're on the train. Then we see them kind of out when they're you know kind of hitchhiking or whatever. Yeah, we see this open land, uh, you know, China, wherever specifically they were. I don't remember what the town names were. Uh, we just see this big open land with beautiful mountains and stuff like that. Then you kind of get into deeper into the the towns, yeah. And it gets a little bit, a little rougher. It looks a little rougher in town, uh, but all in all, I mean, it's just a mix of everywhere you could think of, from from grungy to beautiful. Yeah, and I think that's like where the um, title Joyride comes in here, because you know where when they first get in, they are. At this nightclub, the nightclub yeah. looks happening. We've seen, a lot yeah, of, the nightclub. We've seen a lot of nightclub scenes before. It was pretty wild. The, the 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 slapping game, weird. Like if we were at a bar like that and you slap shit out of me, like I like we we, we fighting, we scrapping. I know you come in at my knees, but yeah, you know, um, you get to the rock paper scissors, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't doing none of that. Um, but you start to see Audrey's character start to like enjoy. China. Yeah. Enjoy Asia. Right. Right. A place that she hasn't been since she was a baby. And just to see all of that, man, it, and her just fall in love with that heritage of, of right. hers. It will so-called heritage yeah, yeah, yeah. of hers is uh very interesting and fun. I really did enjoy that. Um, my favorite thing is like when they actually went to like uh, Lolo and Deadeyes like family. Yeah. Right, and just saw that culture right there, man. That was really cool, man. You know, I love <laughs> yeah, like yeah. inclusive inclusivity and all that stuff. And just to kind of see how they do like we saw rich like crazy rich Asians. We see how they yeah. do it over the top. This is how the common folk do it. Here. Yeah, yeah. And I really like seeing that. That was really dope. Um I <laughs> do like <laughs> I the the biggest like F you to the whole, like, everybody was like, oh, wait, you're not Chinese. <laughs> yeah. That was the biggest F, F yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like, Kind of messed <laughs> everything up. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where that changes her whole perception on her life. Yeah. Right? She thinks she, for almost 30 years, she thinks she's Chinese. Yeah. Um, Come to find out, she's actually Korean. Yeah. And... That, that that's a damper, but now they have to figure out how they get from China to Korea. Clearly, it's very easy. You can do a snap <laughs> they, of chicken's neck. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was I don't know about you. The hotel scene was awesome. Yeah, like the whole like four scenes that was happening in the hotel yeah, was yeah. awesome. But like, and we'll talk about this more in like when we end up and talk about the ratings and everything. But everything kind of. I kind of knew how this movie was going to land with all yeah, the yeah. jokes and the beats and what's going to happen. The FU was like, she's not chi- chi- Chinese. So that was interesting. Yeah. But like the funniest part for me, I don't know about you is when they're on that damn train <laughs> and she snaps that. <laughs> she's like, I cannot stand these damn yeah, chickens. Yeah. So I just grabs it, snaps his neck and goes, did you just kill that chicken? And she's like, no, no. like that for me, I was crying in my chair, bro. Okay. That was a, <laughs> that was a damn good scene, man. Um, but yeah, we also get uh one scene that I want to talk about 
where it's their it's their K-pop scene and it's yeah, yeah. advertising the trailer, but the ending. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my question, yeah, 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 yeah. my question to you: <clears throat> Thoughts um, about the devil? Honestly, I expected some sort of reveal at some point. <laughs> you can't set it up. And yeah, not yeah, knock yeah. It down, there's, a, there's, I mean? there's a big deal about it for a reason. Yeah. Uh, honestly, did not expect that. Um, and it was, it was funny cause like you see, you see one of them step on her dress yeah, and then her ass is out. Yep. And I thought that was kind of the joke, right? That, that was it. I thought that was the joke for the moment. I did not think we we're going to get yeah, the, the whole, the whole uh, tattoo up front. Yes. Uh, and inside apparently. Yes. <laughs> clearly. Um, yeah, I was. I was a little uh, speechless at that point. I was laughing, yeah. and everybody in the theater was laughing. Exactly. And it also, sounded like they were crying to the same, you know, <laughs> laugh crying. Uh, <laughs> but very unexpected. And they were like, "Can we get on the plane now?" Yeah. And they're not on the plane. They're, <laughs> they're yeah, they're in the train. <laughs> no, it's not even a train. It's a boat. They're on the boat. Oh yeah, it's yeah. A shipping. It's a it's cargo a thing. Yeah, the cargo boat. That's yeah, the right, cargo right. ship. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I'm trying. To, I'm trying to be professional. Here yeah, guys, yeah. But there was just beats in this in this movie that was just like, did they go there. Yeah, yeah. Like women about the like, bop it. Women, <laughs> women care characters do not go there. Yeah. What, I mean, are, that's what, what are we was, doing here? That's what was fun about it is you kind of get that other side of like, all right, guys can be kind of. Can kind of do whatever they want and be raunchy and stuff, and women can do it too. Women can do it too, and it, it was funny. Yes, it was really funny. Like it, it wasn't. It never really felt like. I don't know if the word "wrong" is correct, but or over the top or unnecessary. Yeah, it was a very fine line of funny to crude. Humor. Yeah, yeah, like like this is billed as a raunchy comedy. Yeah, right, a rated R raunchy co- comedy. And that's exactly what we got. Yeah, yeah. What I never was like in the entire time, I was never just like, "Yeah, this is this is too much." Exactly, because we've gotten those male chauvinistic type yeah. comedies, right? Yeah. Out like past the Amer- the American Pie movies, where it's just like they're 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 trying too hard. Well, they're, they're in the land of like no guy talks like that. Yeah. Well, even with like this being women, it never felt like like I said like they were being too much either yeah you know it was a good it was a good straight path of the women agreed it never went to like the guys over the women kind of thing yeah even when they were having their fun it was kind of like fairly mutual until kind of the devil streets yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) all right man and and i and i I will uh say this briefly uh music is nothing to be shunned to shunned at here uh, we got Nathan Matthew David who brings us a nice soundtrack, but uh, nothing too crazy there. Right. All right, man. Um, been thinking about a theme here. What you got? Like, 
this is this is basically a story of Audrey embracing who she is. Right. Right? Where you don't have to be a white person, you don't have to be an Asian person, right? You you don't have to be like the top dog lawyer. Be yourself and like yeah. know who you are yourself, know your past, know know your history and everything, but like chart your own path, right? Okay. And what I like that was intrinsic upon herself to do all that, like and you saw that from an early age, but I like that like there was no hint of like her parents kind of putting that on on her you know gotcha. what I mean? and that was different that was cool because lolo's parents were like <laughs> lolo's parents was like you know we're, uh, typical asian parents yeah, like, yeah you know what i mean the stereotypical let's put it like like that right yeah. it's like, like you go get good grades and everything but they didn't even put that on lolo itself you didn't get that vibe from either of the parents there which i right. really enjoyed so but yeah go forth do great things and be yourself good deal all right team so that is our conversation about 2023's joy ride jv go ahead and give me your thoughts and ratings brother i did not stop laughing through this whole movie same um so we had a great great story of these four girls hanging out having a good time hilarious then we got our twist at the end, which was got real sad for a minute. The devil vagina or uh, the uh, or the Korean? The Korean. Okay, yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. There, there was a couple. There was also a, a chicken death. There was yeah, a yeah. lot happening. Yeah, you're right. In that you're third right. act, okay. You're right. You're right. There was a was a chicken death, uh, but it turned real sad. Yeah, really fast, but it picked back up again towards there towards the end. It, it was kind of a. The, the the like I said the third act was very very wild yeah um, but other than kind of uh, super sad moments I kind of didn't expect uh, I was laughing the whole movie I had a great time watching this movie the theater had a great time watching yeah, this movie yeah 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 uh, very vocal it was very vocal very funny everybody's laughing good time uh, I'm gonna give this one a three buckets popcorn nice. Uh, it was a good watch, but it's also a kind of uh, certain demographic kind of watch because it's kind of raunchy. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's a good time. Yeah, good time. Blast. Had a blast. Definitely gonna watch it again when it comes out. Nice. Hope somewhere. What about you, man? Yeah, man. This was really fun. Oh, yeah. Um, Adele Adele Lim and uh, which is her feature directorial de- debut. Yeah. So, k- kills it here. I just love the the power of the cast, man. You put, you know I me. Mean? You give a tight script to like a couple of people, in a buddy type comedy, which this yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Park, Sherry Cola, Stephanie Shu, and Sabrina Wu. Like those four together, they worked really well with each other, man. And it was never s- seemed like it was. I always re- I always compare these ensemble type buddy casts to the guys from HBO's Entourage, right? Like okay. For me, that's like creme de la creme. Gotcha. You're going to do Buddy Cop, it's like Lethal Weapon or Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. You're going to do like an ensemble buddy, it's going to be Entourage. Okay. Um, I 
to me, these four girls do it better than the guys from The Hangover did it. They, they all really had their own solid roles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they yeah. brought a little bit to the table that they needed to. Yes. To get them through their joyride of adventure, man. I really enjoyed this, man. Um, with just all this performances and the heartbeat behind it, man, I give this four buckets of popcorn. All this right. is just a like solid comedy film. And, and you know, like me, I like a good comedy, and it's hard for me to yeah. enjoy a good comedy. Yeah. Um, this takes the cake as far as, like, what they were trying to do, but also gave it a lot of heart. And you had the sexy-ass uh, Daniel Day Kim in there. Mm. Yeah, you did. Mm. Love that. Uh, but, yeah, man, Four Buckets of Popcorn, highly recommend. Uh, might go see this again in the theaters, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Coming down to Tinseltown? No. Okay. Love you, though. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Joyride. Next week, we'll be discussing that Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You can catch that in a theater near you. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Like always, keep watching. And guess what? We're on threads now. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know what that is. I don't either. We'll figure it out. Let's go.